Hey there, let's face it. Today's internet world is so saturated and everyone is fighting for their number one spot to be visible. It is no longer about running ads and having thousands of people on your email list. It is about building relationships and networking with others to grow your business and become visible. Hi, my name is Candice. I'm a podcast launch strategist and I help service-based business owners develop and deliver their message to the world by using platforms like podcasting and bringing valuable content to those who need to hear what they have to say. Welcome to the Hello C.S. Dorsey podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Hello C.S. Dorsey podcast. I have Quiana here, which is a content marketing writer and freelance writing coach. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Awesome. I'm doing well. So could you tell everyone who you are and what you do? So I'm Quiana Darton, and I have um, two businesses. I am a a content marketing writer um, and copywriter, where I write SEO blog posts and email sequences and email nurturing um, emails and things of that nature. And I also am a freelance writing coach, where I help um, freelance writers generally launch their writing business. A lot of of them are working a nine to five, or they've been interested in starting a writing business, but just didn't know how to balance you know, working their job and starting a business at the same time. So I kind of guide them through the process. Awesome. That sounds good. So let's talk about the inspiration behind starting your business. What was that like for you? Mm-hmm. So initially, um, when I first got started was in like June of 2018, I started my writing business and I was working as an elementary school teacher. Um, but my daughter was, I think she was around four at the time and I knew she was going to be starting kindergarten soon. So I really wanted to homeschool her. Um, So I was figuring out how I could um, start a job working from home that allowed me to make a good amount of money, um, but without having to work full-time hours so that I would have that time to devote to homeschooling her. And so I started my freelance writing business while I was still teaching and um, it just took off within six months. I was able to quit my job teaching And um, so I've been doing that now for about two years, but this summer, so um, around August of 2020, um, I decided to start coaching freelance writers because I was often asked how, um, you know, how did you get started? You know, how can I get started? I started getting all these questions about my journey and things of that nature. And I realized that a lot of people wanted to also make money from their writing skills um, a lot of them just for a side hustle. Some of them wanted to replace their income, their full-time job income. And so I decided to start coaching those who wanted to start their own freelance writing business as well. Awesome. So was teaching like your dream job? So like, was that like something that you wanted to do when you were growing up? Like, I want to be a, a teacher growing up? No, it was not a dream job. Um, like, when I, well, when I first, um, when I was growing up, I wanted to be a doctor Um, and then I wanted to be a lawyer and then I wanted to be, you know, all of these other things. So by the time I got to college, I was not a hundred percent sure what I wanted to do. Um, so I just picked something and I knew that I loved working with kids. I knew that I loved, um, you know, teaching, like in terms of helping people learn things. Um, so I decided to go down the teaching path and I really loved it. Um, I was a teacher for six and a half years and I went back to school, got my master's degree because I wanted to become a school principal. 
And I started going down that route by doing different administrative, um, holding different administrative positions at my school. Um, but then I just realized that that wasn't the path that I wanted to continue down um, over time. Wow, it, you know, it, it really amazes me how, you know, through all the stages in our lives, we like, okay, here, yeah, I want to do this. And then we go to college for the thing that we thought that we wanted to do, like either we discovered it in college or we was like, I want to do this in high, in high school, say we want to do this. And then we graduate and then we start doing it. And it was like, okay, I'm going to go different route. So, you know, for yeah. if there's like any young listeners out there that's listening, um, it's really not going to be like set in stone and don't beat yourself up if, you know, you don't go down the path that you initially started. It's, it's more of a evolution type of thing because oh yeah yeah we all don't do what we wanted to do when we want you know <laughs> when we say in high school oh, I want to be this mine was a singer yeah. and a fashion designer so okay. yeah we yeah. know we know how that turned out so <laughs> yeah I started out when I was a freshman my first semester I was in nursing school because I wanted to be a nurse anesthetist um, I very like realized very early on that nursing was not going to be for me. Nothing in the medical field is going to be for me. <laughs> and I changed my major multiple times because I could not figure it out. So yeah, I think we're so young at that time that it's difficult to know exactly what it is that we're going to want to do. And then what we're going to want to do until we're like 65, <laughs> you know, right. you make the decision at 18 about what you're going to want to do until you retire. Um, and that's just, that's tough. It is. It really is. So let's talk about, um, can you remember like a time in your business or starting out when you had a hello moment? Um, a hello moment. Can you tell me again what the hello moment? So it's like uh, a light for. bulb moment, like, oh yeah, I should be doing this. Like it was like, it lights you up. Yeah. Um, so when I had a hello moment, for my coaching business, it was definitely after I had my first round of students who went through my Right for Profit program. Um, so I put together this program this summer, um, kind of spur of the moment, just wanting to put something together and putting together all the information that I've learned. And I launched it live. We, we worked together for six weeks. And it was just the most amazing experience. I felt like my students really were able to get a lot from the program. And I was able to get back into teaching um, because when I was writing, I wasn't teaching anything. And I think that I'm definitely a teacher at heart. So I really realized then that I was really enjoying teaching others how to start their own writing business. And my students who were going through the program were able to start seeing results and launch their writing business. And so I realized that I could you know, my experience was able to touch others in a different way beyond just helping businesses grow by writing for them. I was able to help people achieve these income goals that they set and, you know, achieve these life goals that they had to start their own businesses. And that felt amazing. That's really good. So did you have like a starting off like a, a beta, was it like a beta session um, or was it more like, did you do the whole, the whole launch, I would say, uh, <laughs> the whole launch um, 
way that they have where you set things up, you have your sales page and all of that to get your students in, or was it more like, you know, you knew a couple of people to do like a beta test for your group coaching? Yeah, it was kind of like a beta test. I did not have a full sales page. Um, I put together a, a, a live, um, like a training and um, I told people about the, the, program at the end of that training that they could join and I had people who joined it um, and I just kind of every week put together more information and I taught it that week and the next week I put together more information and taught it that week so it was kind of by the seat of my pants um, but it worked really well and so I've gone through the launch like through that program like four four or five times now and so each time I just continue to improve it and so now um, you know it's definitely much better than where it started. And I'm really excited about, about the program. That's awesome. That's really good. And I like how you like did it as you went along. Um, because mm-hmm. uh, people out there, especially me, <laughs> is like, I need to get it together first. And then I need to show everybody. And oftentimes I'm noticing, like, especially on social, on social media as well, that that just don't work it's good to kind of like pre-sell it in a way and then see in bits and pieces like how it's working for your students and then you know uh put it together the next time you guys meet and everything so i really i really applaud you for (laughs) doing it that way that's really awesome yeah thank you i've I've heard that you know there were the two different ways you can either put it all together before but i was kind of scared that if i put it all together before it would not sell <laughs> and I would have put all this work into it so I wanted to see like okay are people even interested in this first before I put all the work into it and that's awesome that's yeah that's like the best way to go nowadays so yeah. let's talk about the four steps to starting a profitable freelance business okay so i I broke down like all of the information into four steps. It used to be six steps. And then I realized that um, I wanted to simplify it as much as possible because when you're starting a business, it can feel overwhelming. And so, especially if you already have nine to five job, you already have all these other responsibilities and then you're adding your business on top of it. So I, I pared it down into four steps. So step one is you want to identify your goals. So Um, Is this a business that you want to start because you want it to be a full-time business? Do you want it to be part-time? How much money do you want to make each month? And how much time do you have to devote to your business every single month? Um, That is like the foundation. And then also within the goals, you want to identify anything that's going to be a barrier to you hitting your goals. So are you, um, you know, after work, do you know that you're exhausted and the thought of doing anything is going to be difficult for you? Do you have children that you need to also make sure they're doing all of their schoolwork and all of that? Do you have a significant other that you feel like if you start a business, you're not going to have enough time with them? You know, whatever your barriers might be, you want to identify them um, so, so that you can then develop a plan to, support, to help you um, address those barriers when they pop up. Um, So that's the first step, which is just identifying your goals and then thinking about what barriers might be present that make it difficult for you to achieve them. And then you move on to step two, which is picking a niche for your business. There are so many different ways that you can make money as a freelance writer. So, you know, looking at your experience, your um, educational background, your career work experience, your interests, and coming up with a list of different things that you might want to write about um, 
and then also deciding whether you want to go into the content marketing realm or the copywriting realm. And then from there, looking at all of that to pick a niche. And I know niching is probably one of the most difficult things for writers because it's hard to only focus on like one or two or three things, especially if you're interested in a lot of different, um, a lot of different things. So working on picking your niche, building a portfolio based on your niche. And then step three, we focus on marketing your business. And marketing your business is um, building some type of an online platform, whether you're using your LinkedIn page, a Facebook business page, or a website, um, and then going out and finding where your clients are. So you might cold pitch them, you might pitch them with video, you might um, go into Facebook groups and pitch them, or on LinkedIn and pitch them. Um, there are just a lot of different ways to connect with your ideal client. And then we go into your systems. So the next thing you want to make sure that you have are things like your contracts, your invoices, your system set up for discovery calls and new client questionnaires and all of that, making sure that you're tracking your pitches over time so you can follow up. So that is like a really simplified over high level overview of how to start a writing business. You have your goals, your niche, your, um, your marketing and then your systems. Awesome. I love it. And it's straightforward. It's not like it's complicated. It's something simple that you can do step by step. And I love how you laid it out. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. Try to simplify it as much as possible. Yes. (laughs) So any last minute advice that you have for our listeners out there? Um, so if you are someone who is interested in starting a writing business, um, I think that one thing that a lot of people get stuck on is not knowing where to start. And they'll tell me, you know, I've been looking at this for months. I've been reading all the books. I've been doing all the webinars or, you know, watching all the webinars. I've been doing all the things. Um, And it's what is going to help you build the confidence um, to make you feel like you can do it is by taking action instead of just getting a whole lot of information and then feeling like once you've learned everything there is to learn about starting a business and once you've learned everything there is to learn about being a writer, then you'll feel prepared to take action. Instead of going about it that route, learn something, take action, you'll get results, you'll feel more confident, learn something else, take action, you'll um, get some results, you'll feel more confident. So I think that going about it that route is definitely um, a better strategy than spending months and months and months and months and months learning about something and not taking any action. Yes, I love it. Um, I don't know if you know of him, but uh, Steve Larson, he's like, he came from ClickFunnels and he now has his own uh, business, but he calls it uh, what's called uh, on-time learning. Like, He's talked about like how he would learn everything that he needs to learn and then try to go out and do it. But he's like, no, you just take um, that first step. And then if you don't know how to get to that second step, then that's when you try to basically learn or understand how to get to the next step versus learning everything and then trying to take steps. Yeah, (laughs) right. Because it can really feel more overwhelming doing yes, it that way. It definitely can. And I've definitely been there many times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So where can everyone find you? Um, I'm most active for social media. I'm most active on Instagram. Um, my Instagram is at Quiana A. Darden. And my website is also QuianaDarden.com. 
Awesome. And we're going to add um, all of those links in the show notes. Oh, well, I thank you so much for being on. This is ve- definitely valuable. And I hope our listeners out there will uh, take action in your steps. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me. And anyone who's listening, if you're interested in learning more or anything, feel free to like drop me a DM or send me an email. My contact uh, page is on my website. And I'd be glad to chat about um you know, what you're going through in terms of launching your writing business. Awesome. Hey, did you like this episode? Don't forget to subscribe and share. And also drop me a line or two. I will love to hear your feedback in the review. Thank you.